Hello and welcome to another sort of episode of this AFL Life. I am your host, Alison Smirnoff, and I am joined once again by my co-host, Rachel Hibbert. Sort of. Hello, Alison. <laughs> and Susan Cabman. Hi, Al. Now, our keen listeners would notice that I didn't do a call out for questions this week. Um we are kind of back, but not really. We did have a, a week off last week. Life is uh, just very interesting for a lot of us at the moment. So we just we just had to take a little time out. Um, but we just wanted to pop up and say that we are still here and we'll be back properly next week. But we just wanted to get together um, today and just have a quick little chat about last weekend because there was some really great footy. So, Caddy, you even treated yourself and went to Victoria Park. Yes, I felt like it's been a while since I'd actually made it down to a game. So, caught most of the Collingwood Bulldogs game on Sunday, which was an absolute delight. You know what? There were quite a few people there, which was really nice because I think the last few games I've been to, is the crowds have been down. So, it's nice to see crowds coming back to the footy for the for the AFLW because um, I know I'm sure the players miss that part of the game. Um, and it was nice to see Collingwood looking like the Collingwood we'd kind of hoped them to be. Uh, Frederick was, was really, really good, um, noting she had exceptional delivery into her into the forward 50, like, the, the delivery from the midfield to her was unbelievable. Um, and um, Jamie Lambert was just everywhere and kicked, mm. I think, three goals as well. Um, so it was nice to see some of the, those players stepping up and the Bulldogs really threw everything they had at him. But just too good. Um, obviously, devastating knee injury to Benici. Mm. Um, there's been a couple in the last weekend, which I think really impacted the AFLW um, community. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, overall it was really um, – it was great to be back down. It's always great to watch footy at Big Park and it was really nice to see lots of people there. It was a beautiful hot day. It was great quality football, high-scoring game, and I really, really enjoyed it. So just a reminder of sometimes it feels like um, it's easy just to flick it on the telly and watch it, but it is a reminder that actually it's just so nice to go to games where you can. Yep, definitely. Did you have any highlights from the weekend's footy, Hibba? Uh, For me, the dominance of the Brisbane Lions outfit Holy to get moly. the highest, yeah, highest ever AFLW score on the back of an absolute campaign. They've had, I actually have lost count of how many games they've had in a very short period of time, including travel over to the West Coast. Absolutely epic to turn that on. Um, and another epic game for me was the Adelaide Fremantle game as mm. well. Um, just Yes, it was low scoring, but that's because it was such contested, hard work footy. And the other one for me was to see Carlton get up. Um, Al, I took a sigh of relief. Yes, it was, a definite, <laughs> it was a definite highlight for me. My God. But also just want to give a special shout out to our favourite 
Darcy Vessio, first AFLW player to reach 50 career goals. Just brilliant. Amazing. So good. And I think their interviews over the last week have been an excellent use of their platform and um, I guess influence to talk about the AFLW season and how some players in AFLM competition will kick 50 goals in 10 games. So it was really a really great use of Darcy's platform to, to yeah. come out and speak so so eloquently across a, a wide variety of media. Um, I'd, I'd love to actually read out the quote. The Carlton Instagram account featured it this week and Darcy said, hopefully it doesn't take another six seasons to get there to get 100 career goals. It might not be me, but the ultimate goal is players are kicking 50 goals in a season. I hope we get to a point where there are enough games and enough support around players to be able to do that. Here, here, Das. Very well said. Um, mentioning knee injuries, Ree Watt from the Saints mm-hmm. was the other one. And it's just so sad. Like she's just such a positive character in AFLW and to see her go down, yeah. like uh, it's just so heartbreaking. And Britt Benici, like she's just been playing some really, really great footy over the last couple of seasons. And it's just getting beyond a joke. Like they're being overloaded, aren't they? Yes, without a doubt. And I know we've spoken about it, but it's always the people that we speak about or that we're enjoying watching. For some reason, they're seeing a lot of the ball and then these absurd injuries happen. Um, it's really heartbreaking. But, yes, they're being completely overloaded and overworked and underpaid and all of these things. The catalyst of that is a traumatic injury to the body. So whether that's um, one you can see, like a knee, or whether it's mental as well, psychological, emotional, all of these things are taking a really, really, really big hit for AFW players at the moment. So, um, yeah, I guess just a shout-out to everyone involved in the, their teams at the moment, whether you're a player or coach or support staff, that you just know that we know that you're giving it your all despite really challenging circumstances. So thanks. And the Saints finally got on the winner's sheet. Really, <laughs> really exciting. You know, they, they came close, obviously, the week before. Mm. Um, but it did occur because our great mate, Sarah Perkins, did miss a couple of set shots. And to see Perko like come out and apologize on Twitter, I mean, I think it just says so much about the type of person that Perko is that she felt that she needed to do that, but she obviously does not need to do that. And then, of course, there was some trolling of her and her tweet and around uh, body image and something that has been really great is to see the amount of support that Perko has had on social media from AFLW fans. Um, but I just wanted to get a pulse check from the two of you on how you're feeling about it because I saw it and I had white hot rage. Yeah, it just made my stomach churn and, like you said, fire burn up from my feet. Uh, I thought we'd really thought that we'd gotten past that and I know that there will be idiots everywhere we go in life and people that do and say stupid things. But in my head, for some reason, I thought we'd gotten past it. 
And it was just a really rude reminder and a shock that there will always be idiots and trolls who bring people down for absolutely no reason or aim to bring people down for absolutely no reason. And the effect that it has on people is real and it's just, it's malicious. And uh, it made me really, really grumpy. Um, Caddy, how, how did you feel? Well, firstly, it was I'm really pleased that Perka called it out um, mm. because mm. that's important and how to stop these behaviours. Like obviously same feelings, really angry and upset, but just in terms of the response to it, um, really proud of Perko for calling it out because that's really, that brings what happened in the last few days onto you. Like it goes viral and it gives you more attention than you probably ever want because it just broadens that conversation. So I think like kudos to Perko for calling it out because you should like, you should call it out, but some people don't feel able to. So, you know, because of those reasons. So um, shouldn't have to obviously be calling it out, but glad that she did and really, really uh, moved by the AFLW community, just like enveloping around, um, just putting their arms around Perko and, so many players just getting around and fans and doesn't matter what team anyone supports or plays for. They're all, they all know Perko. They all know, or they, they can, if they don't know Perko, they can relate and they just were horrified. So um, I just really love the power of the AFLW community and Mm. I just think it's really special. Um, But shit, it shouldn't have to come, like it shouldn't need to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And, I mean, just in the context of, um, you know, Perko was on on the show a few weeks ago and was just so giving and open and honest about what she's been through in the last, you know, year or two. It just, oh, just makes me so angry that, that someone would just take such a cheap, disgusting shot like that. The other thing about the um, apologising for kicking a point or two um, just really brings home how much it means, Mm. how much it means to be on that stage and how much it means to be with that team and then to, you know, be so close to winning or whether you're getting absolutely spanked. Every goal is worth a celebration and every win is worth a celebration. But Gold Coast have been building something really, really amazing this season Um, and, seasons gone by you know accumulated to this success and so I think it it meant so much to Perko so to apologize for something that she shouldn't need to apologize for only to then have that backlash for a completely different reason just uh, yeah but I agree with Caddy that the community behind Sarah and the community behind AFW players in general mm. will hopefully pick each other up throughout these really hard trying times. Absolutely. Okay, so just before we wrap it up, what uh, what games are you most looking forward to this weekend? Because there's some really good ones coming up. Um, interestingly, I am able to look at the ladder this round because everyone has played eight games. And we've got two rounds to go, but I think that the Dockers-Melbourne game 
at Optus Stadium in WA is going to be huge because mm. we've, we've spoken about how Melbourne have this I don't know, ability to rise throughout the season and then who knows what happens. Yeah. Um, and on the road, they're not, they're not shy either. So I think it'll be a huge game for them. And it's actually a double header with West Coast and Western Bulldogs playing after them at Optus Stadium. So as in the men's buckle in. No, the women's. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> women's double header <laughs> on Saturday afternoon and evening. So buckle in. That's that's uh that's that's fantastic. <laughs> Isn't it? Except West Coast Western Bulldogs begins at 9:40 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Holy moly. So Shout out to anyone who is watching that game at 9.40 on a Saturday night. Probably will be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, actually, the other game that I am kind of looking forward to as well is the Brisbane Lions North game. Because um, I just, I mean, like we've said, Brisbane have just been smashed and had to fly all over the country, but they just keep, showing up and winning and winning well. But I'm just really interested to see where North are at against yeah, a seasoned team like the Lions. Mm. I agree. That'll be a ripper game. Mm. You got your eye on any caddy? For me, uh, is Collingwood. Collingwood Adelaide. Mm. Now Collingwood mm. have kind of hit a little bit of a little bit of form. Um good, really good test for them to be playing. Top of the ladder. Um, well, to keep their finals chances alive, really. So they've got everything to play for. So it'll be a really tough mm. ask, but um, I think it'll be really exciting. Just like you're right, Al, there are a few kind of juicy matchups that might really impact that finals as mm. well. The positioning, you know, in the upper half, half of the ladder anyway. So yeah. I love it when that happens. Mm. And there is an equation where Gold Coast can actually still make finals, which is if they beat Carlton and Frio and Collingwood and Western Bulldogs lose. So there's going to be a little bit of, I guess, uh, cheering from the Gold Coast fan base for Collingwood and Western Bulldogs to get pumped. <laughs> so the run home is still alive for Gold Coast. I just am so impressed with the Suns. Right, mm. talk about turning things around. The fact that we're even talking about them being in, you know, a mathematical equation finals, like yeah. that, that they're that close is just like there's something great going on up there. It's mm. um, really nice to see and I hope with the expansion coming along, um, that doesn't impact that too much. I worry about some of these teams who are just getting going and mm. with the expansion coming will have players go. But, like, I just have to really just have to – I don't know if I would have thought we would have even been having this conversation about the Suns at the start of the season, you know. True. No, not at all. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's about all we've got time for for this uh, short and sharp episode thank you to all our listeners for bearing with us Uh, we promise we'll be back 
properly next week with all of your the, all of the answers to your amazing questions and would you rather's. Um, but Caddy and Heba also thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> it's been a time. I hope you are all doing okay as well. I, I probably should have done that at the start of the episode. Actually, are you are you guys? How are you guys going? Plotting out. I'm keeping away mm. from watching the news, but yeah. uh, plotting. Mm. Yeah, through mud. <laughs> yes, through muck. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time we speak, Hiba, you'll have a new member of the family. Terrifying. Terrifying. Are you feeling and ready for this big change? Not at all. I'm sitting here in my room and I've got, um, for the listeners, I am welcoming a cavoodle into my life <laughs> who is black and white and will be named Gavin after Gavin Brown. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at his crate, which is just sitting at the end of my bed and I'm not really sure if I'm ready for this, but he's for the next 10 years of my life. <laughs> there goes your sleep. Yep. Puppies do not sleep, Hibba. No, they do they not. No. Well, they do sleep and then they wake up and they must be on the move. Tended to. And then they <laughs> crash again. That's fine. That's generally how I sleep anyway. So <laughs> hope you can line them up then. Yeah. We'll be right. <laughs> well, we'll be sure to share um, some photos of Gavin uh, on yes. the This Safe Our Life socials. Um, yes. But again, thank you for everyone for bearing with us. Thank you, you two. Um, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Al. Stay well. See you, fam. Bye.